Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, here we are another Monday. I hope everyone's doing great, had a great weekend. I'm finally starting to recoup from that uh, cold that I had. I I don't even know what it was, but it really messed up my throat and it messed up my lungs. I just still feel um, liquid in there. I tried to go to the doctor, but that's a whole other story. One I'll save for later, but, um, yeah, so I'm pretty much on my own fighting this issue, but I'm almost done, and I'm starting to feel a lot better. But thank you for all those well wishes out there, and let's go ahead and get started with this episode. So today we're going to be talking about uh, chiropractic therapy to help chronic pain. Now, I know, I'm pretty sure that many of you have issues with your back. And maybe you do go see you know, therapy, seek a therapist to help you with your back pain. My back pain is due to a, um, I think it was an L5 and an L7 that were pretty much touching each other and going back and forth because all the liquid in between those two, um, I guess, spinal sections they are no longer there. So it's pretty much bone on bone or spine on spine, however you want to say what it is. But that's the issue I have with my back. Um, and I pretty much gave up on the um, cortisone shots because I'm getting those actually with my knee, which does help me a lot to do that. Man, I cannot believe it. Episode 52. So let's jump right in there and get going. So, the word chiropractic stems from the Greek word of cheer, chire, hand, and praxis, or practice, which aptly describes this treatment approach. Chiropractic therapy, or chiropractic care, is a type of manual or hands-on therapy performed by a licensed chiropractor. All right. Scientists have been studying the effectiveness of chiropractic care for various types of pain for many years. Low back pain, the most promising research is on low back pain, which is shown spinal manipulation therapy is as effective as any other common therapies. Life exercise therapy, standard medical care, or psychotherapy. Systematic reviews have shown that chiropractic therapy significantly reduces chronic low back pain and and the disability compared with other 
active therapies for at least six months. It is effective for acute and chronic low back pain when used in conjunction with other interventions like self-management advice and exercise and has similar effects on short-term pain relief as other recommended therapies but a slightly better improvement on function. Next topic is migraine symptoms and headaches. Low back pain isn't the only type of pain for which chiropractic therapy is effective. Some, some reviews have found that chiropractic care can improve chronic migraines or headaches, pain on the side of your head or face, and it may reduce migraine pain within days. Next topic, neck pain. There's also some evidence for chiropractic care to treat neck pain. One study found that SMT, which is more effective than medication, in both the short and long term to treat acute pain. So let's jump into another topic, general health and wellness benefits. Chiropractic therapy focuses on treating disorders of the musculoskeletal and nervous symptoms most often used to treat various types of pain. According to the American Chiropractic Association, chiropractors use spinal manipulation to restore joint mobility by manually applying the control force into joints that have been restricted in their movement. As a result of the tissue injury, by restoring joint mobility, chiropractors help relieve pain and muscle tightness, which allows tissues to heal. There is no data to show that chiropractic therapy in and of itself improves general health, and research does not support using chiropractic therapy for, for other disorders. Pain relief from chiropractic adjustments may have other secondary benefits as well, particularly improving depression. Depression and pain are, in, are intimately linked, and daily physical therapy or activities which may have a cascading positive effect on general health. So here's the next topic. Other conditions that chiropractic care may benefit. You know, I just did some playback and listening to my voice is still kind of raspy. It's not 100%, but let's carry on here. MS. Some people with MS report feeling positive effects from chiropractic care. But little research has been done on the topic suggests chiropractic care may help with chronic pain in patients with MS and that most people who had chiropractic care for MS would recommend the treatment to other patients. Hip pain, back pain from osteoarthritis. Research also suggests chiropractic therapy may have some relief benefits for osteoarthritis. So the next topic is how to find chiropractic therapy. Only a licensed chiropractor, a doctor or chiropractor or DC should perform chiropractic adjustments. In all 50 states and the District of Columbia, chiropractors must be an accredited DC and pass special state exams, exams administered by the National Board of Chiropractic Examiners are both to practice. In order to become a DC, you have to complete 
on average, three years of undergraduate instruction to be admitted to a program, and then four years of training to graduate as a DC. And you can find a DC by getting a referral from someone you trust, using a doctor policy search function, or using the American Chiropractic Association's Find a Doctor to Search to. So let's talk about what to expect. During your first visit to a DC, you will likely discuss your present condition and health history, and then undergo a physical examination. Your chiropractor might order imaging or lab tests to determine what may be causing your issues. They may refer to you to a different medical professional if necessary for, for your condition. Your chiropractor will then explain your condition, develop a treatment plan, and review the risks and the benefits of your treatment. If your chiropractor decides you need an adjustment, you may be asked to sit or lie on a table. During the adjustments, you may hear cracking or popping noises as pockets of air are released from your joints. As with any good workout, you may experience fatigue or pain in the body parts that were adjusted for up to a few days. Based on your treatment plan, you likely will require multiple visits. It's key to find a chiropractor that you feel comfortable with and, as with any other health provider, such as a primary care doctor or PT, is to build a therapeutic relationship with them. This enables them to get to know you beyond just your symptoms and help you potentially heal at a deeper level. Chiropractic care has a holistic core philosophy and is aligned with the, with the model of care that you need. Now let's get a general um, idea of what some of the fees may be. Is chiropractic therapy expensive? Will insurance cover it? Chiropractic care is included in most insurance plans, including major medical plans, workers' comp, Medicare, some Medicaid plans, and Blue Cross Blue Shield plans. Chiropractic therapy is also offered as at many veteran-associated facilities. Pricings vary widely depending on your health care, insurance plan, location, provider, treatment plan. If your chiropractor does not accept insurance, you may be eligible for reimbursement. You may be able to use money from the health savings account for chiropractic care. Well, let's talk about some of the considerations that you need to think about. Chiropractic care is generally safe and has small risks. Chiropractic care is not recommended for people with AS. It's also not recommended for people with certain cancers, certain spinal conditions, uh, severe osteoporosis, or a chronic defect. The majority of chiropractors will ask about a screen you or any contradictions you may have before you start your treatment. Chiropractic adjustments are generally considered safe during pregnancy. Studies have not linked the practice to an increased risk of miscarriage, but it is also a good idea to check with your healthcare provider before getting chiropractic care. You should call your doctor if you experience severe pain, numbness, 
or any unyielding headache after assessing. Some reports have associated chiropractic care and high-velocity adjustments with stroke or vertebrae artery dissection, but the injuries are extremely rare according to the American Chiropractic Associations. Most larger population studies have not supported any increased risk for the general population, but that doesn't take into consideration your individual's needs or risks. So it's best to discuss with your primary doctor and chiropractor if you have any concerns before you start treatment on your neck region. So I have a little bit more time left. Um, let's get into another topic that has to do with back pain. This is seven ways to treat chronic back pain without surgery. Back pain is considered chronic if it lasts for three months or longer. It can come and go, often bringing temporary relief, followed by frustration. Dealing with chronic back pain can be especially trying if you do not know the cause. So here's some common causes of chronic back pain. Chronic back pain is usually age-related, but can also result from a prior injury. The most common causes include arthritis of the spine, which is the gradual thinning of the cartilage inside the spine. That's an issue I have. Spinal stenosis, narrowing of the spinal canal that may lead to nerve pain. Disc problems, such as herdinated or bulging disc. And finally, myofascial pain syndrome, unexplained muscle pain and tenderness. <clears throat> In some cases, it's difficult to pinpoint the cause of chronic back pain. If your doctor has exhausted all diagnostic options, it's time to seek a second opinion from the back pain specialist. It is important not to make rushed decisions or undergo ext extensive medical procedures until the origin of the pain is found. So here's some non-surgical treatments for chronic back pain. Number one, physical therapy. Exercise is the foundation of chronic back pain. It's one of the first treatments you should try under the guidance of your physician or spine phys uh, physical therapist. However, the same set of exercises doesn't work for everyone. The exercise Sizes have to be tailored to your specific symptoms and, and conditions. So you have physical therapy for your back pain may include retraining your posture, testing the limits of pain tolerance, stretching and flexibility exercises, aerobic exercises, and core strengthening. Number two is mindfulness and meditation. Chronic back pain is straining both physically and emotionally. To manage the frustration, irritability, depression, and other psychological aspects of dealing with chronic pain, you may get referred to a rehabilitation psychologist. This specialist may recommend meditation, yoga, chai chi, or other relaxation strategies to keep your mind from focusing on the pain. Number three would be your diet. Some diets are high inflammatory, especially those high in trans fats. Another thing you could do is lifestyle modifications. When you have chronic pain, it's important to accept your limitations and adapt. Listen to your body and learn to pace yourself. 
take a break when mowing the lawn, or make several trips with jarring groceries. Take note of the activities that worsen your pain and avoid them if possible. Not only could this help your back feel better, it could also prevent the underlying conditions from advancing. Another important lifestyle change is to try to give up smoking. Nicotine is scientifically known to make the pain in your back and it delays healing. Next is going to be the injection-based treatments. Nerve blocks, epidural steroid injections, and other types of injections-based procedures are available for chronic back pain. These are used when the source of pain is known and can sometimes help rule out certain causes if the treatment doesn't work. Injections may stop or lessen pain for a certain period of time, but are not intended as long-term solutions and shouldn't be used in isolation. Alright, the next one is alternative treatments. Acupuncture, massage, biofeedback therapy, laser therapy, electrical nerve stimulation, and other non-surgical spine treatments can also make a difference for chronic back pain. They are used when the source of the pain is known and can sometimes help rule out certain causes. If the treatment doesn't work, injections may stop or lessen pain for a certain period of time, but are not intended as long-term solutions. Number six is going to be alternative treatments. Acupuncture, massage, biofeedback therapy, laser therapy, electrical nerve stimulation, and other non-surgical spine treatments can also make a difference for your chronic back pain. And finally, number seven are pharm pharmacy treatments. Anti-inflammatory drugs, muscle relaxants, and other medications can be used to help control back pain. However, most come with unwanted side effects and are not intended for prolonged use. Opiate medications generally shouldn't be used as the first, the only, or the long-term line of treatment. Many of them are addictive and don't address the underlying cause of your pain. Opiates should be prescribed only after a thorough exam by a specialist, and if other drugs have failed to provide relief. If you find yourself relying on opiates to get through the day, it may be time to seek a second opinion. This webpage that I got all this information from has a lot more things that you can delve into yourself. Um, but there's a lot of good information here. And it could be helpful in some of your situations that you may have. Again, I'm so sorry for my raspy voice. I'm still trying to get over uh, that part of it. It may take a few more weeks. But um, hopefully I get better because I want to keep these podcasts regularly. Um, being um, produced and be put out there for you guys. I really don't like taking breaks. But again, I want you all to get out there. Enjoy the sunshine if you're in California. Uh, but enjoy the weather. Enjoy family. And do things that you usually don't do. Try something new to get your mind off the pains or issues that you're dealing with. And hopefully I will talk to you again next Monday. And hopefully my voice is better. But all of you, you have a great week. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. 
This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.